Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. How's everyone doing on this beautiful Saturday, if I tell you? It was a beautiful Saturday today. I mean, beautiful Sunday. Excuse me, honey. But I tell you this, it was hot as H-E double hockey stick. Do you hear me? It was hot today. And when I tell you today, I don't know if it was hotter than uh, this last Monday. If I want to say that they said Monday was the hottest day, uh, the weather people reported that last Monday or one of the days last week was one of the was the hottest day on earth ever. I think today beat that day. All right. Now, if you don't know where I am, I am in Louisiana, and many of you know we don't play here when it comes to the heat. But there are many other places in the world that don't play either, all right? But I, at some point, became discombobulated. <laughs> Being out there in that heat, I'm like, whoo, child, I cannot wait until September when it starts to cool down. But here's the thing. Before I get into these topics, I want to say this, because Louisiana, if you don't already know, happens to be one of the most confused states when it comes to this weather. It's one of the most confused states I have ever known. I mean, you think that you got it down pat with the seasons and you know what's going to happen. You're like, okay, I'll be able to rock this outfit this month. I'm going to buy these shoes or order this uh, coat or, or this top or these pants. I'm going to wear this this month or this season or this time. Honey, you I'm here to tell you, you in Louisiana, you'll be wearing shorts one day, and then you will have on a sweat a sweatshirt and Tim's the next. It's just it's it's that much of a mess going on here. Okay, the mosquitoes don't know what to do. The the bumblebees don't know what to do. They like okay, when we think we're supposed to go in, the season's over. They're like oh no, we got to go back out there and terrorize some more because. You know, it's the climate is decent enough for us to do so. So I just had to say that because I'm telling you, me, me and and heat. Even though I'm a former high girl, yes, retired, honey, twenty years ago, uh, when I uh, uh, was doing my high girl thing. Okay, if for for those of you listening who have been rocking with me for a minute, uh, even when I was on hiatus. If you remember prior to that, that yes, I was doing my hot girl thing. But I'm here to tell you, I, I'm just beyond that. It's just too hot, okay? I just I needed to be a little cool because I'm at a point in my life now, like, baby, these flashes. <laughs> if some of you can relate to, relate to what I'm saying right now, these flashes, honey, is not welcoming that hot girl summer uh stuff that's going on out there right now as far as i'm concerned it's cougar season and i'm gonna put that out there and i'm gonna leave that on the table but let me go ahead and get into these topics today uh but i do want to start out the show by offering my condolences it's just been a lot of sad news uh over the last week really on a daily basis but i do want to uh offer my thoughts and prayers and condolences to these families the families of nancy parker uh, Cedric Benson and former former Governor Kathleen uh, Blanco. Uh, Cedric Benson. Uh, well, let me let me back up a little bit before I go into that story. Um, Nancy Parker, who was killed in uh, Friday's plane crash, I saw that in my timeline, and I was just so when I saw her picture, I had seen her 
some news postings with her in it over the past few years. Um, and as I've been covering content in social media, and when I saw it, and I just was just very disheartened when I saw that, and I just it, it saddened me okay, when I when I saw it. So I just, but she uh, passed away uh, in a very tragic plane crash, and I just want to offer my thoughts and prayers to her family. Um, This is a posting that I am reading from Fox 8. No, I apologize, from WGNO ABC is a post that I am reading from. uh, And the article states that Nancy was absolutely a joy to work with each and every day, uh, said Fox 8 Vice President and General Manager Tim Ingram. Ingram continued, Nancy was a part of the Fox 8 family for the last 23 years. She put her heart and soul into her work, covering thousands of stories and touching countless lives. She will be sorely missed, and her absence creates a void that cannot be filled. So, again, my thoughts and prayers uh, to Nancy Parker's family. I also saw this story uh, actually this morning about uh, the passing of Cedric Benson, um, the article that I uh, we'll be reading from is Sports Illustrated. And the article states, former Chicago Bears running back and Texas Longhorns legend Cedric Benson has died. Family and friends confirmed on Sunday Benson's death was reportedly the result of a motorcycle accident in Austin, Texas that also claimed the life of an unnamed woman. Benson was 36 years old. My uh, thoughts and prayers and condolences are to the family of Cedric Benson and the unnamed woman as well. And the next posting uh, I saw just not even just a few hours before the show was to start. And many of us here in Louisiana were aware that uh, former, former Governor Kathleen Blanco was dealing with a very uh, serious illness, was dealing with cancer, was battling cancer and unfortunately she lost her balance uh, her battle uh, with cancer and I saw this posting today and it's uh, KNOE 8 News uh, that I'll be reading from today. A native of New Iberia, Kathleen Babineau was always proud of her Cajun ancestry and made the same proud as she became a woman a woman of first. And that's the thing, if many of you are not aware, she broke the ceiling when she became Louisiana's first woman governor. Yes, she did. So I definitely want to offer my thoughts and prayers and condolences to the family of former Governor Kathleen Blanco as well. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and get into this next story. And if you were not on Twitter when this was going down, I don't know where you missed it because... Trina was trending, and I was trying to understand why. Anytime I see a celebrity trending, I'd be scared to click on it because I just, especially when I'm a fan and I'm a fan of Trina, uh, truly I was. When Trina single was circulating in 99, and, and I just became a fan instantly when I heard her. It, uh, my song, my single at that uh, was not long after hers, uh, circulating underground at that time, but I truly was a, a fan of Trina's right off the bat. And so anytime I see a celebrity trending, I get concerned instantly because I'm like, oh, my gosh, what happened? Because in the society that we're in right now when someone's trending, it's oftentimes not good because 
we're we're just dealing with a, a society is just not going to share your you know content or whatever about you if you're doing like really good things. So you're not unfortunately going to see someone trending on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or whatever behind somebody giving away school supplies. I mean that's just what it is, you know. I mean, am I, you know, am I just talking or am I right to agree? So when I saw her trending, I'm like, OMG, what is going on? So when I went doing a little digging, a little researching, I said, what? No, we not got some drama going on with two queens in the industry right now. Are you serious? East Coast and, and you know, down south, what's going on? And so, yeah, sure, as we will have it. Trina, well, it wasn't Trina and it wasn't naked. Of course, they had to respond make a, a statement as a result of something that someone else put out there. So the article that I'm going to be reading from is Complex, okay, complex.com. What the situation was, Trina took to Instagram to address that drama that had been, has been brewing after the head A&R of her rock star music group label called Nicki Minaj a deceiver and a manipulator. Yes, mm-hmm. a deceiver and a manipulator. How dare you? How dare you speak on the queen's name like that? Like, why would you do such a thing? Well, we felt the need to do so. We came out with some some shocking claims. Yes, we did. Earlier this week, Reginald Saunders took to social media to claim that it wasn't the first time Nikki has pulled this stunt. He went on to say he can't get over how fake people can be for a little fame, likes, and followers. Saunders' beef with the Queen rapper is over what he says was a lack of support for Trina's BAP track, a collaborative song that featured Nicki. Now, did any of you hear the hear the track? Okay, uh, Trina referenced French Montana for Montana in the song, and even French Montana showed Trina some love. I saw that uh, IG post. You know, where he was showing Trina some love for referencing. Uh, but, you know, Trina was like, yeah, I curved y'all boys. Yeah, I curved, you know, yeah, she 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 went in and said some things. And it was, you know, Trina at her classic best, all right? But, yeah, so I heard the song, and the song was doing what it was doing for the week, and then I didn't hear anything else. But apparently there was an arrangement between both camps that Mickey Minaj was expected to do her part in the promotional campaigning of this track. Now, of course, given social media out here, you have a huge platform and you're on someone, you're featured on someone's track. I mean, it's a given. Trina, I mean, Nikki posted the track. She did. So I just would like Reginald Saunders to just help me understand what else was Nikki supposed to do? Was she supposed to contact all the radio stations? and get all the program directors, music directors to add the track. You know, I just need him to help me understand because she posted it. We all saw it. If you uh, tend to visit Nikki's pages, you know, every now and then, or if you're following her, yes, she did her part with that. But, you know, here's the thing. You know, Trina made sure she got herself out of that mess that was brewing because we know one thing about Nikki you step on Nick, we've seen it. You step on Nikki's toes, honey, that's a wrap on that deal <laughs> with her. 
you come out here with that disrespectful mess, you know, she'll just politely sit you to the side because she's made it known. She's a genuine, a generous queen, and she don't have time for that. So, and because she knows that she's generous, she will put you over here on the shelf and leave you over there if you come out here with some foolishness. So Trina did not hesitate to make sure she let it be known. She made an announcement she was going live the next day and that she was only going to address that one time and one time only. She was just only going to say it once. And that's all she did was say it at once, too. She made it clear what her position was on that. So uh, I'm reading more from the article from Complex. Trina, during an IG live session, talked about the whole situation and made it clear that she had no ill feelings towards Nikki. That's what she said. Yes. Hallelujah. We do not need reigning queens beefing with each other, not in the season of queening right now. We just don't, we we can't tolerate it. We're just, we're not going to have that going on. But you're always going to have that one instigator. I'm just going to say it. It's just that one instigator. When he see the camaraderie going on, he's like, oh, I just, you know what, I feel like being messy, and that's what I'm going to do because I don't appreciate this, that, and the other, and I'm just going to say what I have to say. And that's what happened in this case. But Trina got it together. She got everybody together. And then she went on to say there is no, she went on to say, and I quote, there is no beef between me and Nicki Minaj. She said there will be no disrespect for Nicki Minaj or nobody else that's on my album. Trina also said that Nicki did her part and that it's up to me and my team to do our part. Now, honey, if that ain't, that's not a boss talking for you, if that's not boss-like action right there saying, hey, Speaking from the desk of Trina, slip and slide queen, Trina, go sit down somewhere, basically. We got work to do. And that's what, that's, that's basically what you can, you know, surmise from that, all right? So I, I'm sure that Reginald Saunders had got a stern talking to behind the scenes, but she made sure she came out here and she fixed it. Now, Nikki, if, I'm not, if I understand correctly, she made sure she had something she had to say about it, too. She responded to it, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not running across that right now, but you can read more about this story at Complex.com. Yes, if you want to get more information about that story, but I'm so glad that there is no falling out between these two beauties. All right, let's not have that, ladies. You're looking good. You're doing great. All right, so let's move on. Okay, so next story, yes, this one right here was also, you know, one thing about I will say about NBA Youngboy, which is the next topic that I'll be talking about right now, he know he can trend as well in social media. These young folks love them, some NBA Youngboy, honey. And that's just what it is. But so I had to go hunt him up. And I promise you, when I saw him trending, I was like, oh, no. It's just enough sad news. <laughs> you know, it's just enough going on right now. But then when I saw it that he was released from jail, I was like, whew, okay, I wiped my forehead. I was like, all right. Now, I just didn't want to be with an RIP situation for that day. You know, it's just, it'd be so much going on. But I saw it, I was like, okay, NBA young boy, released from jail. To remain on house arrest for 14 months. Now, let me get into this article. Now, this article is from hotnewhiphop.com, okay? And let me get into this. Now, here's my thing with this here. And the article reads, it looks as if NBA Youngboy is enjoying his freedom this Thursday morning. Back in May, 
young boy, real name Kentrell Deshaun Gallen. You know, his baby mama could say his name. Have you ever heard his, his well, he has a few baby mamas, but I'm talking about the one that we all come to know is social media who recently had her own bundle of joy. Uh, but it said, it looks as if, yeah, NBA Youngboy is enjoying his freedom this morning, Thursday morning, back in May. Youngboy, real name Kentrell Deshaun Golden, was taken into custody after a social media video surfaced showing him allegedly making violent threats. Now, I saw that video. I remember seeing that video, and I was shocked, okay? Uh, the 19-year-old was on probation for a 2016 shooting, a case where he pleaded guilty. By taking that plea, Gordon was able to avoid jail time as he was given a 10-year suspended sentence. However, he was placed on probation for three years. But here's my thing with the situation. Let me just move a little fast forward into the article. It says, in June, Gordon was sentenced to serve 90 days in jail, but after being credited with time served, he had roughly a remaining two months. The day of his release has come as he was captured making his way out of the facility before he jumped on Instagram Live, where his adoring fans were excited to see his face. Yeah, they were. Uh, Gordon will now be placed on house arrest for 14 months, where he will wear one, wear a GPS ankle monitor, okay, which is pretty much the standard, what we see. We've seen Tommy with that and uh, some other folk, okay. But here was the other thing. During this time, he is he also isn't allowed to perform. Yeah, silence. He isn't allowed to perform. We've seen this. We've seen this before as well, with other artists in this industry. It's like, look, this is how these individuals make their money, and their families oftentimes are relying on these individuals to make money, okay? And and it's like you tell a person they can't work, these people who have more, multiple mortgages they're probably paying for, multiple rent accounts they're paying for for their other family members, you know, car notes and other things. I mean, an entity has been developed here. And these individuals, I mean, he's he's providing. He has like four or five kids, right? Am, am I wrong in that? I believe if I'm not mistaken, he has like four or five children. How is he supposed to support his family if he is not able to perform? What is the alternative to someone who's out here making 15K a show? I'm just throwing a number out there. I didn't, you know, see that anywhere. I'm just guesstimating, you know. You're making 15k a show, and you have your uh, child support orders in place, I'm sure, and you're meeting that each month as you get out here and get your grind on and stuff like that. And then you have someone come back and tell you, well, you know, you can't go out and perform anymore. So what you what what do they go do? Get a job at McDonald's? Yes, I said it. Get it. What what is what are they supposed to do when they have multiple expense accounts that they are responsible for? Now, I mean, it's just like I know justice has to be done. If you if you you do the crime, you do the time, and I'm I'm all right with that because you know the balance, the scales have to be balanced. The scales of justice 
have to be balanced, and I'm all for that. But by the same token, you know, what are, what is as far as when we're trying to offer a resolution to it, when we're asking for uh, someone to pay their debt to society, we also have to be sure that they're paying their debt to their families as well. So there has to be something. I, I know there's a lot of things that have to be worked out in the in, in the justice system right now. We just, you know, but I think that's just because you're when you're dealing with entertainers, especially in this instance, we're on house arrest with an ankle monitor, but we're not allowed to perform when this is what we've used we are have been used to doing for the last few years. You, I just that's just those are my thoughts. You know, if if we got men out here not taking care of their children, we're ready to lock them up. But then when they have uh, made a way for them to take care of their children and they're told, no, you can't work so you can take care of your children, then what is the resolution in that instance or in that situation? I just need someone to help me understand. You know, I'd be having questions. I'd be just trying to figure that out. I just saw that. I was like, okay, wow, here we go. You know, he's not going to be able to, I'm not going to say what he's not going to be able to, I don't know what he can and can't do. What I'm saying is as far as trying to uh, balance his, you know, when you're trying to provide an alternative to someone to try to balance their situation out with someone who's used to probably bringing in 30K a month and you tell them, well, no, just get you a job uh, taking calls for, you know, company, uh, be a work-at-home customer service rep making $10 an hour at home. Okay, all right. I'm. I know. Somebody you out there listening, and you got all what you got to say on that, and that's just where I am with it. Okay, so when we when we are just when we're putting these things out here, we just need to make sure that we are trying to balance things across the board. We and anything when you're used to doing things one way, and I know with the, the judicial system. Oftentimes, I'm sure you're not used to dealing with so many of these young guys making this kind of money. These guys are making a lot of money. And and the children suffer because think about the trickle-down effect here because I'm going to go ahead and take you down that road just a little bit further. If you think, oh, what are you talking about? You know, think about it, the trickle-down effect, because now he's not able to perform when he's the breadwinner in that situation and he got all these children and, and, and other situations where the children can't get out and work, they're babies. Well, you say, well, the baby mamas can get out there and work. They need to do what they need to do, uh, you know. But by the same token, when somebody can't jump out there and try real quick, like like within 30 days, and try to match that situation, the children end up suffering at the end of the day. Is what essentially happens. So I guess you said, well, what are you saying? What are you saying, Coco? What do you, well, what do you think should happen? I think the man should be allowed to perform. With conditions, with that, like go perform, but you don't get to do, uh, you don't get to stay overnight, or you don't get to, or, uh, uh, you know, make a condition as far as how far he can go out, but just don't say he can't perform. <laughs> you know. Still allow the man to perform. That's all I'm saying. But still have conditions with that, like how far he can go, uh, where he can't go, those kind of things. But just don't say the person can't perform. So I'm just, I just had to put that out there. It's just so many things I see, and then we can just go on and on about these, you know, 
injustices and things like that. But I just I saw that and I just had to make it because I was thinking about the children when I read that. I was just thinking about the babies. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and get into this next story now. When I tell you the conspiracy theorists were busy, when I woke up and saw this story uh, last week, and the headline read, Autopsy Shows Epstein Had Broken Neck Bone Commonly Seen. First, it was Epstein uh, had transitioned. Well, that wasn't what the uh, headline read, but that's essentially what happened. Epstein was no longer with us. But then when I read this article after that was trending in social media, that he was uh, found uh, dead in his cell, I read this article that said, and this was reported by uh, 7 News Boston, autopsy shows Epstein had broken neck bone commonly seen in homicide victims. Mm, that is a dun 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 dun. I need that right now. I, I need that. I just yeah. I need to yeah. We got to get that in here. But yes, I said had broken neck bone commonly seen in homicide victims. But let me tell you, when I tell you, I saw all kind of conspiracy theories, and it was pretty common what people were saying is who was responsible allegedly for what really happened. As that folks were saying, Epstein did not commit suicide. He knew too much and was, this is not conspiracy theory. This is what I'm saying when I was reading. Now, this is not my thoughts. Let me let me make that clear. But this is what I was reading on social media, that he knew too much. So-and-so was responsible for this happening, so forth and so on. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, let me tell you, update, that didn't go on long. Now, if I tell you we got the answer to that situation, we still waiting on autopsies for certain other situations. But when I tell you they did not wait not a second to give an answer to this uh, question that was lingering out here, update. And I'm reading this from the New York Times, okay? Jeffrey Epstein, autopsy results show he hanged himself in suicide. It was not long after the conspiracy theories were floating around when posting show that no, the medical examiner, and this is the article with it, this is how, and this is what it says, the New York City medical examiner said on Friday, that Jeffrey Epstein's death in a federal jail cell was a suicide, confirming he had hanged himself. So to all of you conspiracy theorists out there who said or who was saying so-and-so is responsible for this man's passing because he didn't want stuff to be said because we knew too much, they, the medical examiner of New York, shut all that down because he was pressured. I'm sure from the top, you better hurry up and finalize this and put this out here so we can go ahead and move on. And that's exactly what we did. All right. So, in case you missed that, yes, in one week we learned Jeffrey Epstein had passed that he was found in his jail cell. Uh, and at the time it was stated, from a suicide. But then 
folks were saying, no, it wasn't a suicide. Because conspiracy theorists were like, no, it was more to it. It was staged. Well, then here before the even week was out, the medical examiner said, yes, it was. It's confirmed. We can put. You can put that bed. You can put that theory to rest. So all in one week. So we're gonna move on. So I just wanted to give you an update, listeners, in case you were not aware. The case is closed. Okay, so, all right. Now, jumping into some other news involving the so-and-so, <laughs> if you haven't figured that out already. <laughs> yes, I saw this article, and I was like, we just, oh, you know, you're going to always have plenty of articles involving Trump. You're going to always see articles. I don't care. You're not going to, there's not going to be not one day in social media where you are not going to see an article involving Trump. Am I right, folks? I mean, can I get a hand clap? That's just that's just what that is, okay? So I was reading this article. Um by uh NBC News and it said that uh Trump says he's still interested in buying Greenland. Denmark says it's not for sale. <laughs> and you know, I'm like what what are, what are we doing? It's just so many other things that we truly can be concerned with. I mean, why are we focused on buying this land that these people are saying is not for sale? I'm just, I, again, I just be trying to understand. But I'm going to go ahead and read this uh, some of this article to you guys. It said that President Donald Trump confirmed on Sunday that he's interested in buying Greenland. The only problem is not actually for sale. It's something we talked about, he told reporters, as quote, it's something we talked about, he told reporters on Sunday. Denmark essentially owns it. We're very good allies with Denmark, referring to the theoretical transaction as a Essentially, a large real uh, as essentially. Let me back up. As essentially a large real estate deal, Trump said that strategically is interesting, and we'd be interested. But we'll talk to them a little bit. He said no, but we'll talk to them a little bit. While we acknowledge that first, we have to find out whether or not they have any interest. He said that they're losing a tremendous amount of money. So we'll see what happens. Now, that's, quote, Trump, all right? But officials in Greenland have reportedly, have repeatedly said that is not for sale. And Denmark confirmed on Sunday that is not interested in selling the island. Now, the island is 811,000 square miles of island, okay, 811,000 square miles. Of Ireland, and these people have confirmed on Sunday that's today that is not interested in selling the island. Uh, so what are we not understanding about that? But you know, our you know America's pushy leader <laughs> is adamant about acquiring this land. Now he's not the first one to attempt it. I won't go further into the article. You can read it for yourself. This is not our first time 
trying to make an offer or trying to acquire this property. But I would like you guys to take a look at that article. It's NBCnews.com. You can also find it posted on my Twitter page, at Coco Michelle, if you want to read more about it, because it's interesting, a lot of interesting information in there. If you weren't aware about the history of all of, of this uh, of this story, okay, a lot of interesting history there, okay? All right, so now this story, like many of uh, stories like it, my thing with it was the picture that I saw with this guy, the Ohio white nationalist anti-Semite arrested for threatening to shoot the Jewish community center, uh, police say. That's the headline for the story, ABC News, is where I'm uh, reading this uh, headline from. Was under, If you see the picture, the guy is smiling. Now, let me read the headline to you again. Ohio. White nationalist, anti-Semite, arrested for threatening to shoot up Jewish Community Center, police say. The guy is sitting on here smiling on his mugshot. You have to see it. I, I I can't make this up. You have to see it. But the article reads, an Ohio man has been arrested for making threats toward a local Jewish community center in New Middletown. James Reardon. Junior, 20, 20 now, y'all, has been charged with telecommunications harassment and aggravated menacing and is being held in the Mahoney County Jail on a $250,000 bond with a court hearing planned for Monday morning. Now, Now, let's get into it a little more as to what they found on the property, okay? On Friday, the FBI Violent Crimes Task Force raided Reardon's home, well, his house, excuse me, and seized a cache of weapons and ammunition, including dozens of rounds, uh, including dozens of rounds of ammo, multiple semi-automatic weapons, a gas mask, and a bulletproof armor. I had to just read that really slowly to you guys, really slowly to you guys, because again, this is what the FBI found in this guy's home on this past Friday. Let me read it to you again. They seized a cache of weapons and ammunition, including dozens of rounds of ammo, multiple semi-automatic weapons, a gas mask, and bulletproof armor. Now, let me ask you this, my listeners. Was this trending on social media? No. (laughs) No, it was not. It was not trending. No, all this other stuff was trending, people. And this is what I want to point out to you. I'm an NBA young boy was trending. Trina was trending. Nicki Minaj was trending. I mean, so many of our uh, faves was trending over the weekend. I don't recall unless it got by me, but again, if it did, if it was trending, it definitely was not constantly going in the twenty four news in the twenty four hour news cycle. Let's be clear on that because that's all I do is go through the twenty four hour news cycle on a daily basis, all right, and I can assure you that it wasn't dominating the news. But I will say the FBI got it right this time. 
I'm sure they were given a heads up, obviously, uh, made aware of this situation. And upon investigation, done the necessary things they needed to do to uh, apprehend this individual. So they did. This was not a situation that that would have that ended sadly in many lives lost. And then later learning that the FBI received uh, warnings from this uh, about this individual and did nothing. So they got it right this time. I'm thankful for that. We're appreciative appreciative of that that they were on top of that. Okay, but I wanted just to point out this was not dominating the news. I want y'all to stay woke out there now. And and I had this conversation with somebody else before I go into this last topic, uh, before going into my self-help topic, my last trending news topic, okay? I, I pointed out to someone in the last day or so I was having this conversation about it's amazing what what we will share in social media. I mean, what will truly dominate. We've seen it. And it's, and it's a shame that how tragedy dominates social media. When something tragic, something tragic like a mass shooting or a, 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 high, a celebrity, uh, that a high-profile celebrity, you know, that uh, is tragically, has tragically transitioned, you know, uh, or circumstances surrounding that, that loss, that loved one's lost, you know, it's just those kind of things when it's salacious details involved, all these different you know, and, and just whatever it is, even if it's not about someone's passing, but just, you know, with sex, drugs, you know, death, mass death, you know, these things that will dominate social media to no end, you know. But just real life, I mean, I mean, what we really need to also be focusing on also that is also important are these kind of stories right here that we having to keep each other aware of what's going on out here that it's not it's nothing stopping it's constant we need to be making each other aware of these things that are always happening but many times you have those that will see it and they'll keep going because if it's not if it's just not real juicy enough or just very tragic enough they're not going to share it and it will not dominate social media. And that's what's really sad about the times that we are in right now. And also that we're not going to see uh, someone trending for, like, doing really good deeds. That's another thing. We're just not going to see those things about uh, young kings out here making a difference out here in society, you know, uh, starting new businesses that are taking other, you know, other people out the streets and, and, you know, putting money back into the neighborhoods and things like You're just not going to see those things trending like that. We're not, you, people are not going to really share that. You may casually run across something like that for those who do care, who do share, but as far as dominating social media, and you all know what I'm talking about, who's listening as far as what dominates when, when our heartstrings are being pulled because of something that is so sad or something that makes us so angry, we react to that by sharing. We react to that by commenting. And we do that in droves with those type of uh, stories. But, again, this one right here that just got by the one I just went over just went by a lot of people. But it's so much content out there. It's just so much content. And it's like, what do you do? 
What do you do? But I just wanted to point that out before I get into this next, uh, this last trending news topic, which happens to be about Kim Kardashian. Yes, Kim. <laughs> I love posting about Kim because Kim is always it's just. This is joyous a hoot. It's always just so many different things that Kim and her family have going on. So I love posting about Kim. But I saw this, and, and it's by People uh, Magazine, People.com. And I just I was saw it, and I just said, well, that's what's up, Kim. Kim's always busy, but always she seems to always try to do what she think is right. And I saw it, and I said, good job when I read the headline. And like, you're like, what is it? Get to it. Okay, well, let me get to it then. The headline reads, Kim Kardashian says she would do anything for Paris Hilton. She literally gave me a career. Yes. <laughs> and clap for Kim Kardashian paying homage to somebody that put her on. Yes. I mean, Somebody as as huge of a brand as Kim Kardashian, yes, for her to take the time out and say that, yes, I would do anything for Paris Hilton. She just didn't go off and go be really, really great and then forget that we was once this lady's assistant who was the it girl at the time, you know. And we just, you know, when and when the, and the, and the table turns around and comes back and says, hey, if you don't mind, can you do this for me? Instead of having that attitude like, well, girl, you know, don't come out here looking for no handouts. Get it how you live and this, that, like, you know, get it how. Instead of all of that, Kim did not do that. And this is one of the reasons why I would like to say or think that Kim is truly blessed in her area and her situation because she has that type of heart. She's not one of those I would like, as far as I can see in in uh, social media. Now, to, if I'm wrong. I'm going. I'm. I'm going by what I see in social media, like the rest of us. I don't know this lady personally, okay. And what I see on KUWTK. <laughs> but yes, the article reads: the reality star explains that being loyal to people is important to her. In a new clip from season 17 of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Kim Kardashian West is always there for the people who support her. Yes. Let me hold on. Let me. Let me. Yeah, because you will have people out there, I've seen it, that say, I support those who support me, when that's not true. You have a lot of people that will say that. I support those who support me. That is not the case, and, and many of you, many of those, and they know it, they know deep down inside that the spirit is tapping them on the shoulder and going, now, why are you telling that tale? Why are you not being truthful? You know, that's not true. But Kim said, and she's dragged a lot of times, too, for now for this same thing. Now, I've seen it also, but in her mind, she believes that now, this is she, Kim Kardashian West, is always there for the people who support her. Now, this is what she says, okay? In a new clip from the upcoming 17th season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, the reality star makes time in her busy schedule to help her longtime friend, Paris Hilton, film the music video for her single Best Friends A, A minus. Now, I saw that uh, clip, even though this was before the airing of it on the show, but, you know, a lot of times when these shows are uh, pre-recorded and then we get to see a lot of this stuff, uh, this content, long before the shows air this 
same content. I saw the video, and I don't know if any of you saw the video that uh, Kim Kardashian was featured in with Paris Hilton, but at the time I saw it, I was like, you know, that is what's up. That is what's up, you know, that she did that. And she, she, again, didn't have to do that. She didn't owe that to this individual, but in her mind, she's like, well, I remember when this woman let me into her into her world and gave me an opportunity. And so why not come back and show support? That's a great thing. And I just wish her continued blessings. She's just having that mindset, but they look really good in the video. I see clips, uh, photos here, and they even have a TBT of the two together as well from back in the day when the roles were reversed. <laughs> Yes, but it's a beautiful thing. But if you want to read more about this uh, article and about this story, you go to people.com and take a look at that as well. It's on my Twitter page as well at Coco Michelle also. Okay, so I really spent more time on speaking about uh, the news topics more than I uh, planned to uh, before I can get into this self-help topic about rebuilding self-esteem. So I only have a few minutes to go into that with you guys, but I wanted to talk about rebuilding self-esteem. It's one of the life skills that we definitely should be uh, working towards because, look, you just, life has a way of just really beating us down, really beating us down. People have a way of really beating us down and chipping away at our self-esteem. Now, when you think about it, when you were a child, if you were a child that was just this real happy-go-lucky child, I mean, you was no care in the world. You're just you're being a, a naive child, just happy-go-lucky, just being a kid. And then you you just encounter other people, other people who just manage to really just dwindle down that self-esteem that you are not even aware of as you're a child. As you get older, you don't even realize how much uh, people have worn down your self-esteem over time until you really just do a sit back and just self-reflect because you got all these other issues going on with that. You know, you're not confident about certain things, you know, with with, uh, whatever's going on with you physically, uh, emotionally, psychologically, you just got all these things going on because you've just encountered some of the wrong people in your life that have managed to uh, dwindle down that self-esteem in you in one way, shape, form, or fashion, however they've done it. From some type of, whether it's physical abuse or emotional abuse or financial abuse or psychological abuse, you just got all these different ways that you can really tear down a person's self-esteem to literally, and I say this because I remember when my self-esteem was in the toilet. I can say that. My self-esteem was in the toilet. And I'm clapping because I'm acknowledging a problem. And the only way that you can resolve a problem you have to identify it first. In order for you to develop a, re- a resolution to a problem, you have to identify the problem first. And I find that I've I've come across many people in my life 
and some people that I have come across, I would never name names on my show or in a public forum. But this just is my life experience is my life experience. And some people that I have run across just in conversation would probably not be willing to identify what the problem is. Clearly there's a problem, but not willing to identify what the problem is. And when I say not willing to identify what the problem is, it's I don't know what you're talking about. You know, you when you have someone that will say, I don't know what you're talking about, I don't know what you mean, that is a classic denial phrase. But, again, in order to have a re- in order to determine what the resolution is to a problem, you have to identify it. And, and me being in the tech world, that's actually the first step in troubleshooting an issue. You have to identify the issue. Otherwise, what are you what are you troubleshooting if you don't know what the issue is? It's the same thing with dealing with problems in our lives. And those problems that have a way of tearing down our self-esteem to where we just truly do not love ourselves in a way that we should be loving ourselves. That thing is real, it's, it's, it's real thick and it's real deep. And, and, it, and depending on how long it's going on in your life, it could be just, it's, it could be so massive, you know, like a like a tumor or something that a tumor that grows really big, and when when you just it's so thick. How do you how do you combat that? How do I deal with? How do I find the resolution to my issue, my problem? So I can turn myself around, so I can fix me. I need to fix me because I'm broken. Yes, when you can identify that. Now you're on the road to recovery. And I've said this before. I don't have to be a, a psychologist or a, a psychiatrist to have to have this dialogue because, again, I, I have enough life experience and I've worked through some things. I've gone through some things and I've worked through some things. I am not who I used to be, and Lord knows that's a blessing within itself. Far from who I used to be. I'm thankful for that, and I'll tell you one of the main reasons why I'm not who I used to be is because I identified what the issue was with me, and you do that by taking account of what people would say to you. And I have to go with that old theory that everybody can't be lying on you if everybody's saying the same thing. And then on top of that, those that are saying the same thing don't even know each other. So then we might need to, you might need to step back for a second and say, well, look, everybody can't be lying. And why is everybody saying the same thing? There must be some truth, some because sometimes you can't believe everything what everybody's saying, but there must be some truth to what I'm hearing. So let me sit down and just really just let me sort through that. Yes, absolutely. So I just I I, I just I really want you guys who may who are listening, who may be struggling with self esteem issues, first of all, know that that's okay. It's okay if you're struggling with self-esteem issues 
because none of us are perfect. And I don't know what you've gone through in your life or the people that you've encountered. I don't know. But first, let's identify there is an issue. And once we identify that, then let's find the steps because, see, everybody's walk is different. Every person is different. So every strategic plan that somebody has put together for themselves may not necessarily work for the next person, but you can take maybe, you know, this and that from it, and then you can develop your own strategic plan on what I need to do to work through my self-esteem issues because when I work through my self-esteem issues, once I do that, there are some things that I'm just probably not going to be willing to even do or encounter in my life, those things that I used to do, those places that I used to go, those situations that I used to encounter, those things I probably would not even give a second look if I just work on these self-esteem issues. I may not necessarily tolerate this, what this person doing in my life, this person that I'm with, I may not necessarily tolerate that. Why am I allowing this to happen? It don't have to be just somebody that you're with in a in a relationship. It could be on your job. Why am I allowing my boss to talk to me that way? I came here looking. I can leave here looking. <laughs> you know. It just be a number of things, but self-esteem. We have to know if your self-esteem is severely damaged, severely damaged. You have to identify what the problem is. Why is your self-esteem so damaged? First of all, and then let's work through that. So that's the topic of the day. And uh, if you guys are just chiming in, you know, even though this is live, you can go back and listen to the show whenever you feel like it. You can just go to my page and you can just click play. Press play at any point in time when you have time to sit back and listen to the uh, from the beginning to the end of any of the other shows that I have. But this, I have one more show in this season, and then that'll be the end of season one. And I want to thank you guys, the listeners. And I didn't get a chance to shout out my listeners in India. When I saw that I had listen, listeners in India, I was like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Thank you guys uh, in India for listening to me. That is truly amazing truly a blessing. I try to, you know, offer words of encouragement and some perspective on some things, just my perspective, uh, as best that I can. And if I can just do my small part, I just want to be a part of the solution. I'm done being a part of the problem because at a certain point in time in my life, years ago, I was a part of the problem. Make no error. I'm first to, to to get to deal with me and get me together. I'm first to do that is to check me at the door. Okay, so yes, I'm done being a part being a part of the problem. I'm trying to be a part of the solution. So whenever you see me, you get a smile from me. And just know it's genuine, and you get a hey, hello, or praying hands from me. It's genuine. I promise you, because I'm thankful and I'm blessed and I'm just appreciative of of all that He's done for me and still doing. All right. So, again, I want to thank you guys for listening to Coco Michelle Talks News and More with Friends. I hope to see you guys next week for the last episode. I'm trying to decide I'm going to do an hour or two hours. I haven't decided yet, but you won't know unless you come check me out. All right? So I am going to end the show.
with my girl, and I played her last week, and she's just such a dear. But I wanted to play her song again because I just I really love the song. Uh, but you can also check out other music that I played on my previous shows as well from other artists that are really truly great. All right, but I'm gonna end the show with uh, the sounds of Sweet Tea. Time to shine, and don't forget to check me out on social media. I am Coco Michelle on Facebook at Coco Michelle on Twitter. And I look forward to talking to you guys on next week. You guys be blessed. Have a good one. That I ever be, none of them haters can't mess with me.